Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome everybody to the Gallant Few podcast. Uh, We'll be raking over the embers of last night's performance against Napoli. Uh, we'll then be looking at Saturday against Aberdeen, which hopefully will be uh, the road to recovery. So let's get into it. <clears throat> Dave, our forward correspondent, over to yourself first. Uh, the team last night, on paper, you know, it was a... Uh, what the only surprise really for me was uh, Yilmaz was, on, was left back instead of Borna. But, yeah. Uh, what was your own take? What did you think? Yeah, well, that was that was a surprise as well. Um, I was a bit surprised that Tillman got in, to be honest. Uh, and then you had Lundstrom and Sands in the midfield, which was, I suppose, a talking point as well. Uh, I thought, I thought actually Sands had a really good game. Uh, yeah. The rest, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come on to. Um. But uh, yeah, no, it was right. It was a, a bit of a surprise as well. I didn't expect him to be to be named in the team. But um, no, a bit surprising. There was a few surprises. Yilmaz right, and uh, no Sands probably. Um, Morelos was sort of a expected, and uh, yeah, no, uh, our friend Mister Kent. I think we will probably end up somewhere talking about him as well. Yeah, Chris. So. I mean. I- on, on to yourself. I thought we uh, the, the the setup looked quite positive, you know, in terms of we had some forward thinking players on the pitch, you know, with Wright, with Tillman, you know. So we're looking for a bit, we had a wee bit creativity, Ken, and it hasn't delivered, but you know, we we certainly looked set up for for having a go. But you know, in eleven minutes, the the writing was on the wall for us. How did we uh, how did we concede so early? Oh, I know, mate. They, as you said, they did set up and they looked like they were going to have a wee bit of a go at it. The goal was just a complete lack of concentration, to be honest. Do you know what I mean? I think between Davies and King. Same with the second goal as well. Do you know what I mean? It was the man was in between them both times. And I think one was trying to play him offside and one was keeping them onside. And, do you know what I mean? They always say just avoid a drubbing. You need, to, you need to see the first quarter of the game out and we find ourselves 2 0 down. And it gets to the point where. You actually say it yourself after the first 16 minutes, 
I'm so glad it finished 3 0. I mean, that's where we're at now. Do you know what I mean? Mason, the voice of sanity. What? Is there anything uh, positive, you know, from the, from the start we made? We're 2 0 down in 16 minutes. They, shortly after that, they rattled the underside of the bar. You know, the ceiling's coming down in this year. I mean, what, what were you thinking at that time? This is uh, just get behind the couch again. Well, yeah, that, that's exactly where I was the whole night. But yeah, I think the only positive you can take it, it was only 2 0 at half time. That's the only positive I can take at that first half, to be honest. Um, but this is this is not the first time it's happened. We, you know, Ajax, well, go back to the, the first old firm game with the game's done after 15, 20 minutes. Same as Ajax, and then again last night. Uh, even the Liverpool game we conceded early, so you know we're not we know we're playing against you know good opposition. I'm not going to be top class opposition putting Celtic in that, but especially in the Champions League, we're playing against top opposition. As as Chris just said, the first 15, 20 minutes is so important. But game's done after thirty minutes. Minutes, and I'm not really buying this. Oh, uh, you know we we played. You know, like the manager says, oh we we give him a good game. Napoli could have made made that score whatever they wanted to last night. They made a lot of changes and they just dropped the tempo. Um, you know, watching them in the other two games against Liverpool and, and Ajax, they had, they had more to go last night and I think they've just showed a little bit of, little bit of mercy. But um, but yeah, yeah spent, spent the night behind, behind the cap because I was absolutely dreading it when, when the second goal went in, I'll be honest. Yeah, Dave, coming back to yourself, the post-match comments with Super Ali were not very complimentary about uh, Gio. I mean, he, he didn't actually nail it to the wall, but his observations and, and the lack of desire, you know, the commitment, the energy that we applied to that game, you know, from the outset, is that good enough? From the Rangers' performance, was was that good enough? Well, the the thing, I, I mean, we, we've been talking about the lack of fitness, uh, from from the, the the beginning of the season actually, and it's actually it came out during the week from a, a statement from Arfield at the beginning, and it's actually something I should have picked up on because it's something I've known a long time, and it's um, Gio's whole tactic and training, or his whole method of training, his philosophy of training is a Dutch, the way that it comes from the the Dutch bond football bond, and it's that players. I've got to train with a ball. There's no duration training without a ball. It's every training they do, it's got to involve a ball. And that's straight from youth right through. And, well, obviously, I didn't realise it was that at a professional game. So either Geo's a, a dinosaur and still using that old method, or um, the, the the Dutch are still using that, but I can't I can't believe the top Dutch sides, the likes of Ajax, and so are are, are still using the. Although the Ajax's results have not been great either, but it's just that any any. I, mean, I, I remember I was I used to train coach players in the, in, in a youth youth co uh, trainer here in Holland, and uh, I remember I started off and I, I was giving the guys sprint training, uh, just letting them. Just after they warmed up, then we went on the sprints, and guy, one of the, the head coaches pulled me over, and he says, um, "We don't do that here. Any training you do has got to be with a ball." So that's that's just the way. Uh, and uh, I think there's a few taverniers. I think said it. Training was so easy this year. The, the start of the season was so easy this year, and so much fun. Your your training in the beginning of the season shouldn't be fun. It should be blooming hard work. 
And uh, no, that's that's uh, the way. And another thing that I was, I, I went to do a course in Holland uh, for the K- KNVB and uh, the Dutch Football Bond. And <laughs> they were started off with a game of football. And the guy running down the wing, so I put out a beautiful slide tackle, takes the ball off him, and the guy blows the ref. The guy that was refereeing it blew the whistle, and he called me over and he says, "We're not allowed to do slide tackles here." So that's uh, that's this that's a sort of a way the Dutch are brought up to to train or to play football. So stupid, I didn't think about that before. Was his name Van Bronckhurst? <laughs> well, that I mean, that's that's he's brought that in. Obviously, I mean, there's two players said it now that any any training is done with a ball. That there's no duration training at all, no cardio training. No, oh, it it just means that all the um, special uh, coaches that we brought in under Gerard, was it you call it sports science people? They've obviously been kicked out the door, and now we're going on with Gio's old uh, dinosaur tactics of, uh, of 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 running around pylons and things like that. There's just no no other kind of training at all. Chris, kind of following on from that, uh, the chance that we had in the first half when the ball gets pinged through to Alfredo. And it, it kind of gets to the edge of the box and it's it kind of eventually deflects off the defender and it would have been on target, but the pace had been taken off the ball, the keeper touches it wide. But for me, and tell me I'm wrong here, a fitter Alfredo Morelos would have would have been clean through. He'd have the strength to hold the defender off and he would have had a, a cleaner strike and goal. What was your own take on that? Because when I saw that, I thought, this fitness is an issue here. Def- definitely, David. I- I'll be honest, when the ball went through to Manelos, the, the situation it was, I didn't really pay much attention at the time because I thought he was losing it. I thought the way he's been recently, the way the game he was in that game, I was like, he's not getting a shot here. I was surprised a shot came out. But you know what, you know, Al- Alfredo, sorry, that when he's not got time to think he's better, see when he's got time to think that's when he scuffs it by the post and that. The, the fitness and sharpness was definitely down to that. Do you know what I mean? To be honest, it looked a bit of a lazy effort as well, where he was just kind of pumping it. And the, the defender shouldn't have had a chance, and the keeper shouldn't have either. It was a glorious opportunity, and if they got us into the game, they had no saying we would have came back and got a draw out of it. But granted, half time 2 1, it's a completely different second half, you know. And there's just no confidence whatsoever with, with him through and goal. You know I mean? Chris, can I just jump in there? See, see if if the the ball hadn't hit the the defender's leg, it would have been a pass back to the keeper. Aye, the keeper would have shot it close. Uh, sorry, the keeper would have saved it with his eye shot. Aye. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's not the Morelos. Morelos, we known was used to thump it in the back of the net. Do you know what I mean? It, it was yes, Mason. Sorry, Chris Mason. If Mason, if uh, David's correct, you know, in terms of Dutch coaches and. And, and overall fitness maybe not being a, a priority for them. I mean, I, I'm, I could be completely, you know, off the mark here. But do you, from the levels of fitness you you were seeing last night, do you think do you think we're up to the standard of of the team we were playing against? Well, no, no nowhere near it. Um, we we haven't looked like it all season though. And, and I think when you think back now to last season, and, and we've said this loads of times, all you know, all of us on here have said how fit we were in terms of you know, the, the extra time that we, that we had to play and then, you know, the back-to-back extra times we played against um, Braga then then the, the Scottish Cup semi-final. Um, and we looked like we could go again. We, we looked we look super fit. But that, that was sort of, you know, 
Gio was getting the benefits of a, a Gerard and Gerard's coaching team pre-season. That that was the benefits of what what they done the players done last season. Um, Gio's had you know his own his own pre-season and uh, yeah, I, I've seen a few players Tavernier Arfield. I've seen more players mention how enjoyable pre-season was and it was all ball based and that that, that does, as, as David says that really doesn't surprise me in terms of, of, of Dutch coaches, but. It surprised me in a way that it was it made Gio in the end get into a Europa League final successful. That that the success was the fitness. So to come away from what what was successful as a team, I just I can't understand that at all. That 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 was alarm bells sort of ringing when when I heard some of the players saying that, and I thought, well, hopefully you know you hear about ball fitness and you hear about that, and you still think, well, they you know hopefully that they're, they're going to be super fit. But we we look miles off it there, and you, you say with Morelos, um, okay, he hasn't played. Loads of ninety minutes, but he, he doesn't. He's not professional enough to go and get himself in the gym or go and get get himself proper fit. And he's he's looked my, look, look like that for months. Um, and he's not the only one. I was watching John Lundstrom last night in the second half, and he, he just looked like he, he didn't get into a sprint once. Um, for the first two goals, James Sands is in a jog. So you could go through the uh, Ryan Kent's another one. He hardly ever sprints unless he's running forward. And and that was something you always used to credit Ryan Kent for. So. You know, I could go through the whole team. There's big issues there. But, you know, we can talk about fitness. We can talk about attitude. At the end of the day, this is a squad of players that are not playing for the manager. I think that's that's quite clear. Yeah. Dave, coming back to yourself, I mean, the, the, in terms of the distance covered by both teams, and I thought, obviously, Napoli didn't play their full-strength team. They held a couple back in reserve. And so just kept con- continuing with the kind of fitness thing. Did... Uh, did, I thought, did Napoli ease up on us? You know, after they'd gone 2-0 up, you know, they'd rattled the bar, you know, they're, they're an easy street here. And then from for the rest of the the first half, you know, the second half of the first half, Rangers actually started to get up the park. We were stringing a few passes together. Was Did that Napoli just ease up on us, take the foot off the gas a touch? I don't think they would have done that really meaning to do it. They, they all got together and says, oh, come on, we'll just kick about, have a kick about in the second half. I really don't think they'll, they'll do that. I think it was a sort of a uh, mental thing that they, they, they would have, it, it could have happened, that they thought it was too easy. Um, plus the fact Rangers started playing a bit better, started putting a few passes together, which we've not been doing. But what Ali was saying about the... the, the I mean, if you watched uh, the the Morelos cross into the box, I don't know where you remember that when he, cr- he crossed the ball in front. And if you seen Kent, Kent was just standing at the back. He's virtually well. I'll see his hands in his pocket, but that obviously we didn't have his hands in his pocket. But that's the way it looked. He just he just looked. He did. He didn't. Wasn't breaking, busting a gut to get in front to get in front of the goal to to try and get the ball in the net. He just stood at the back and, uh, yeah, if the ball came to him, it came to him. If it didn't, it didn't. And that's, that, that's uh, it's the same overall. See, I know exactly. Sorry, the one that you're talking about was, you know, when uh, he's, he gets gets to the byline, fizzes it across, and we're watching Ryan Kent from, you know, the camera side, yeah. who then fails to make the run to anticipate perhaps the ball would break for him. And that yeah. took me back to last year's game against Leipzig when we scored the first goal, when Ryan Kent was bursting into the box, fizzes it across, and it's James Tavernier who's made it, you know, taking Mm -hmm. the gamble to the back post, the ball arrives, and he drives it home. And I just thought it was the opposite of that, when there was no desire on Ryan Kent's part to to take the gamble 
you know, to put in the wee burst of pace to get to the, the six yard line to be available should the ball break to him. He just didn't do it. And and Ali kind of pointed that out and when when he did, and there was a couple of other instances where yeah. you know, and I think Kent was and, and some of the other players. And I just thought, you know, there's and the word that he used was desire. And I thought, you know, there's something in that. There's some in that team, there's something fundamentally wrong. And I don't want this to become, you know, a let's batter geo. Well, maybe not just yet, but at least in, we'll get to the half hour before we before full tonto. So I to that, David, right? See what you're saying, right? There was an opportunity in the second half for Napoli, where their right back was in the position Morelos was, mm. and their left back put the ball by the post. The left back. Yeah. So their left back is went up the park and seen the opportunity and made the run light and similar in Thavenier done against Napoli. Eh, sorry, against Leipzig, sorry. And their left winger or wherever he was left forward, whatever, couldn't even be asking in the box for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There was also a wee incident in the first half where one of their midfielders, you know, when the ball broke to her on our left and Kent got the ball, and the, you saw them double up in Ryan Kent every time. But this particular occasion, Kent gets the ball and he gets the, the defender one-on-one. And the wee boy from midfield burst a gut to get back to the edge of the box to double up. To, I mean, he sprinted. And I, and I thought, there's a, a, a glaring difference in the two sides. You know, off the ball, they're prepared to put the work in, do the hard graft. Not only are they an excellent team, but they work really hard. And, I, and I'm just not sure we matched that, that level of commitment from them. And I, and I do think that... Uh, you know, had Napoli been of a mind to do it, it could have been a worse, a worse evening. But can I come on to the second half, Mason? We, uh, I thought we we looked better in the second half. You know, we were getting some possession, we were getting up the park. It was, it wasn't glorious football, but at least we were. It looked for at least from where I was, more of a contest. Yeah, there was a spell where we come out and we, we looked a little bit better. Um, we actually, you know, Morelos missed, the, as you and Chris were talking about earlier, a really good chance at the end of the first half. He has an even better one, um, you know, start of the second. It's a great ball by Yilmaz, and I, I'm st- I still can't believe he's, he missed it. Again, that lack of desire and real conviction, um, you know, he just scrolled around all night. And I think it's just really frustrating because goals change games. Again, I don't ever a point last night think we was going to get something out of it, but I think the players went went, went into the game thinking like that as well. Um, and we did actually create some good good chances. And if we, you know, if you go out there with that little bit of belief and that little bit of desire, you never know because Napoli, you know, we, we've seen it. I think we see it with Dortmund away in Dortmund. I think Dortmund had that sort of chip on their shoulder where they thought we'll we'll roll these over. And I think Napoli had it last night, but where we had no belief in the team and no desire, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, it really was, was disappointing because, you know, we, we could, you know, we were written off and the players just accepted it. But yeah, there, there was a spell in the second half. But again, we just go back to the, you know, defensive problems from from set set, set plays, which I'm sure, you know, we'll come on. Chris, to come on, you said that the, in terms of the, the confidence of the team and just general, the the display of attitude they had, is is that an acceptable performance from Rangers? Because we knew when we were going there that expectation was quite low and, you know, we're up against Napoli who, you know, their, their form in the first four games, you know, has been excellent. Uh, scored a few goals, but I, I honestly thought the game, certainly the start of the second half, you know, the way things were going, it looked much more of an even contest 
And I think if we had been showing a bit more commitment and desire, then then we could have maybe hurt them a wee bit more. But we just didn't look confident. No, totally right, mate. Totally right. Now, I'm sure you'll agree with me as well. If we go out there and get beat 3-0 or 4-0 and they bust their gut and they're going for every ball and the, the effort and the tiredness is there and they're coming off the pitch covered in sweat, blood and that, you'd be fine with it. But if see when you see a half-arsed effort, that's what it gets to you, do you know what I mean? And I pointed out last night when Morelos had another chance, it was just a half chance at a corner, uh, the ball flicked back to Morelos at a shot and one of their players sprinted at him and flung his body in front of the ball. Now this is 2-0 up in a game that could be 6-0 up. And that, that defender defended the ball like his life depended on it. I couldn't believe it. Do you know what I mean? Then you look at our third goal, the guy gets a free, he done not one person's jump for it. Do you know what I mean? And no. we, we are we are feeling at the simplest of stuff just now. Do you know what I mean? The the, the two goals with the, the, the striker getting in between the two defenders, the lack of communication between them, I won't get too harsh and king because it's a hard ask for them, right? But it's just the simplest of stuff. It was the same at Parkhead, where we four goals were for mistakes, more or less. Do you know what I mean? Whereas we need to get... It's the concentration. Is it the effort? Now, we can't... He's, he's getting really infuriating to watch. I was speaking to Craig after the game last night. Now, I've picked up on this the last couple of games. You probably noticed it yourself. Ken will try a trick and see if it doesn't walk off. It doesn't pay off. He hobbles as if to say it's his excuse. Do you know what I mean? And there was one last night where Kent lost the ball and he just turned his back to it. We won the ball back. I think it was Yilmaz and Kent was just walking away as if he'd given up. Do you know what I mean? Then turned back and went, oh, fuck. I didn't really think he would have the ball. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's the simplest of stuff that it's letting us down. And see if we could be a bit more switched on. We could have maybe made a wee bit of a game in that, especially the start of the second half. Where we, I thought we were coming into the game all right. But we're looking a bit more comfortable on the ball. We could string more than two passes. <laughs> it was just back to square one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I must admit, the corner was probably uh, my mo- lowest point. Because that was certainly the loudest scream that I let out last night when they put that corner in and there's no challenge for the boy to uh, just knock it into the net. And you're thinking, you know, and maybe it it crossed my mind at the time that, uh, and maybe Dave, I'll I'll ask you this one. And I don't know what side of the divide you're on in this one, because I know there's uh, there's pluses and there's those for it, those against them. Connor Goldson, I think we miss Connor Goldson. Uh, last night because he's a big strong boy in that central defence and I think he would have been a, a, a more steadying influence in the two goals you know in quarter an hour I think Connor would have made it some difference I don't know whether it would have we would have actually come out of there with a result but we look soft we look soft listen you're putting all your your hope on an 18 year old boy he's no he's 19 in January I believe and it's just totally you're putting them into the mix. I mean, Gio's turning around and saying, um, the yeah, the, the 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 jump up to the Champions League is far too too big. Well, I mean, that's a nineteen year an eighteen year old boy that that's got to do it as well. So we're putting a hell of a lot of pressure on him, and I hope that this helps him and doesn't ruin him because uh, I hope he's got the strength of character that that it, it takes it in his stride and, and and goes on and he learns from it. But I mean, we're, we're talking about a jump up to uh, Champions League. Was Livingston jump up to the Champions League? Look at the goal they scored. Five, five. There was five Livingston players, three in our box when they scored the first goal. 
and it's just total. It's, it's just unacceptable. And and yeah, and it's not, as I say, it's not just a jump up. We're doing this against teams in the SPL. We're we're scraping wins against teams. We we sort of got it together in the middle when we we Hearts beating Hearts four 0 and. But no, yeah, no. It's, it's it's the jump up to the Champions League is just a, a yeah, just rubbish. It's it's. I mean, there is a big difference, but it's just that Rangers have went regressed so badly, and there was something about the amount of meters that uh, Napoli made to the to the the amount Rangers made. Uh, I think they virtually ran twice as many meters as we did. And it, it's just uh, just unbelievable it's just how, how we've, we've, we've regressed under this. And as I said last week, when we went on to, to get to the final of the European League, we were still virtually under uh, Gerrard's reign. And the fact is that Gerrard got his fit for the beginning of the season. And then uh, we were playing two games a week that time. Now, if you're playing two games a week, you don't really need a lot of training. So obviously the the training would have been even if it didn't matter who it did the training would have been a bit easier anyway because you you'd been between games. So it's um no it, it's obviously it's obviously that the the uh Gio's just too soft uh with with training and it, it, we're playing two games just now. I mean, what, if we'd have got a training up in the beginning, it, it would have been up. We wouldn't really need to do a lot of training just now. Because we're playing two games, but um, no. Uh, for me, I, I'm not going to change uh, change my mind. It's, this Rangers team, the way it is under this manager, isn't going to get any better soon, unless he changes his uh, dinosauric ideas. Mason, coming on to yourself, I, I've read some reports, you know, of the post match uh, today and and various comments. Some have kind of been saying that Yilmaz was. Uh, you know, a positive light in, in a particularly dark evening. Others have seen, you know, but he's he's not that good a defender. I personally thought that, that he played quite well. You know, he's quite positive. He's 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 run into the box. You know, for the cross which uh, Morelos should have scored from. You know, I thought that he was offering us uh, just a wee bit more than Borna in terms of get to the byline and just rattle it across. There was some nice passes. He's, he's got a lovely touch. He's obviously not the biggest, but he, and he showed a nice turn of pace a couple of times. So mm-hmm. I was uh, quite pleased with him as what, what was your own thoughts? Yeah, I thought he had a good game last night, to be honest, Davey. He's up against, um, I can't remember the boy's name, but he's a very, very good player. And there was a couple of times where, you know, naturally he, he got turned a couple of times. But one thing I'll say about Yilmaz that, you know, we've not seen loads of him, but he, he, he always he always looks forward. He's always looking forward. There was a couple of times where he's made the run where uh, Sands and, and Lundstrom to play that one round the corner to him and he's on his bike and they didn't do it and he went absolutely ballistic, um, which, which is which is good to see. But yeah, I thought we had, I thought he was, for me, he was our best player last night, especially second mm-hmm. half. I thought he, he really come into the game and that that shirt should be his own now. He, he should he should kick on and um, yeah, you know, as I said, I've just seen there, uh, uh, you know, coming away from from you as a comment there from. Um, Colin, who's not well at the minute, so wishing you better. Going on about John Lundstrom, and um, I know Davy T's he's uh, his best mate, but uh, but no, you know it, it, he's he's meant to be one of the leaders, uh, you know, and, and I think Yilmaz put him put him to shame shame last night. I thought he was mm. his his performance off the ball is, is a joke, and um, you know we can talk about fitness as we've already spoke about, and it's just an attitude. I think I think Gio's getting a lot a lot of stick, and rightly so. 
but the players need to, you know, these players time and time again are, are letting us down. And I think they were getting a little bit scot-free, but but young Yilmaz was, was fine last night. I, I hope that Gio, you know, in Gio, he'll probably go and put Borna back in. That's that's the big worry. Yeah, I mean, in terms of people who, who didn't quite shine last night, maybe even let us down, but how often do we go to the well with Scott Wright? Because has there been, what moment can I, do we hang all this on saying, you know, the goal at Hamden where he'll sprint the length of the field and pop one in. I mean, I just don't see it myself. I mean, you, the same could be said of Ryan Kent, who's been dining out on, you know, a wee purple patch of form, which uh, was 18 months ago. It, it's, uh, there's, Geo's got to wield the axe here. There's got to be a, a reckoning. You know, Scott Wright, he, he last the, the first half. It just seems that he chops them about and nothing really changes. We don't see really any improvement. So, I mean, Chris, I'll come on to yourself first. Gio, wh where are we at with Gio? Is, uh, is Saturday the last chance saloon? Um, I'm done with him, to be honest, right? I, I don't see it coming back. I, I don't think the board will sack him. I think the, the only way we're getting rid of him is if we go out the first round of the Scottish Cup and we could be off a team like Adolf or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like when they were Glenn, when they were Glenn sorry, when we could beat off St. Johnson in the Cup when they were in the lower divisions. Um, we should be getting into Saturday seeing how much we're going to take off Aberdeen. I don't think you can speak to anybody that's 100% confident about the game. Um, aye. It's just there's no confidence at all. It's just not going to be pretty. But I think, he'll be, I think we're stuck with him until Unless there was a disaster, as I said, like a major cup, like a major cup shock, or Gio walked himself, but I think he's too stubborn. I don't think he would do that. Do you know what I mean? Dave, same question to yourself. I mean, any drop points on Saturday? Is is that it? Uh, I don't know whether Saturday will, but um, what what is a way if, if we are uh, ten points behind Celtic by by Christmas? Say, well, that will be the World Cup, isn't it? It goes on. Uh, virtually the whole of November. So if, if we're 10 points, 12 points behind for Christmas and we've no chance, then I think it'll be very difficult for them. I, I, th I think the supporters, as you, you, everybody was saying last week, I think the supporters, once once they turn on you, it's very, very difficult to turn that back. And I think eventually the supporters will, uh, will, will show enough um, negativity towards them, even more than they are just now. And I think I think the board will have to to react to the supporters. I, I don't I don't think I don't I don't think it will really well. It will go in results, but I think it will go in the fans with with the results. So whether whether that is big enough for Saturday, I don't know. Um, but um, I certainly hope so because uh, it, it it's not getting any better. It's not getting any better. And uh, yeah, what we what we're waiting for? If if we sacked them just now. Then it would give a new manager the whole of the World Cup to to get um to get to get the, the players together and and get, yeah teach them how to get his way of thinking into it and probably get them fit. He's got a month to get them fit. There's only a few of our players going to the World Cup, I believe. I think Barisic probably and Davis and uh, yeah a couple more maybe, but. Um, no, he's virtually got the whole team there to get fit. So, I, 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 it would be it would be a perfect time to do it. Put it that way. But yes. I think, money, money, sorry, money, money will probably play a big role. 
Yeah, but Mason, sorry, the same. What, what's your own view? How long? How long has he got? What's what's his, does his tea leaves say? You need to read his tea leaves. Tell him you'll be going on a long journey, Gio. <laughs> he, he should be gone by now. If I'm being brutally honest, I'm not waiting until we drop more points because what we're going to wait till we're 10, 12, 15 points behind and, and the, the league's over. And then, you know, I agree with David T in terms of um, the World Cup gives, you know, this this has never happened before. So it gives a, a chance for a new manager to come in and get a mini pre-season, which it looks like that's exactly what we need. We have got a lot of injuries as well, which, you know, that nothing can be done about that. But I just think the performances domestically, take, take away Champions League, the performances domestically have been so poor and so hard to watch. Um yeah, you know, to come back to the original point, David. If 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 I, I I'm I'm not going, I'm not buying the, the board. Oh, they can't, we can't sack him because we've got no money. Keeping Gio in there longer, and then not winning the league, and 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 that could lose them money, more money than it will cost to get rid of them. So leaving him in, I, I'm not buying that that excuse. Just you know, there's no money there. Listen, at the end of the day, we can't we can't run a football club and keep someone in charge because because you know we want to use that money towards transfers, whatever. If, if, if that money's got to be spent on getting rid of Gio and a new backroom team to, to, to take the club forward, then it's going to, going to have to be done. I mean, we're, we're looking at a big rebuild. I've read some of the comments people are putting in. So many, I'm not going to read them off, but we're looking at 12, 13 players coming in this summer, which is just ridiculous. That was one of the things that Ross Wilson said when he took the job would never happen again after Gerard first you know, coming in and, and that's what he had to do. So what what's going on and they say Gio and the players are getting slaughtered as well but it, it just goes higher it does go higher with, with the ball and Ross Wilson bad decision after bad decision you know there's not one department at the football club at the minute that, that's doing well and and that's the real worry for me yeah Chris I watched the uh, Tav's post-match interview uh, last night and I was not inspired at all he he looks like a man who is uh, incapable of, of of making any difference here. And he was speaking about Saturday, you know, and the importance of three points, but his body language, his manner is, was just, he is in shock. And I don't know whether that's coming from Gio, but there's something wrong in that camp as to, you know, the confidence, you know, the, their belief in, in Gio to turn it around or themselves to turn it around. And I, what's missing and, and, I would like to kind of turn on, where do we go? What do we change for Saturday that kind of brings this up a touch? We need someone to boot the door in here and, uh, and either read them the right act or give them all a hug. I don't know what would do it for them. But something has to change and what should that be? Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Oh, the manager. <laughs> Simply. No, a serious note. Um, no, Tav does look that, and let's be honest, Tav just looks like a guy who's playing through the pain barrier. Whether it's physically or mentally, there's something all right with the boy. Um, you think back to, remember, Abicat's first season when Gio was playing, and we could beat 5-1 off Celtic at Parkhead, and Ian Ferguson took the team talk after it and went through them all and made them all realise what it was like to play for Glasgow Rangers. We need a character like that around the team. I don't think there is one in the team. We've got a portrayal of Lundstrom last year that we're making out that Lundstrom was the hard man, the toughest man in midfield. It's, it's not, I don't see the case. Do you know what I mean? As Mason pointed out, Yelmaz was the one doing the shouting and screaming last night. A young boy who's played his, was his fourth start or something. Do you know what I mean? The, the leadership, it just seems to, it doesn't seem to be have somebody there. Goldson can be quite vocal, but obviously he's out of the team. I don't know, but just going back to an earlier point, obviously what we're saying about, was it, we said about, we were saying the training, the most enjoyable training in the pre-season. Now, the pre-season training should not be enjoyable. Do you know what I mean? You think back to when Jock Wallace was the manager and they had them running up sand dunes. I don't think one single person enjoyed that. Do you know what I mean? But they were all fit as a fiddle and they'd done exactly what he says. Can, yeah. I can, give them what they need, not what they want. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, exactly. That. And, I, and it, Gio, Gio's a likable person, right? Nobody's denying that. But I sat behind the, I sat behind the dugout for the Liverpool game, right? And I never seen a man getting animated. I, I never seen him getting worked up once. Do you know what I mean? It was just kind of like that. We need somebody who will put the fear in them. Do you know what I mean? Somebody that. They want someday they'll run through brick walls for, and the team will just completely doing the opposite. Now, yeah, Dave, that's uh, back to yourself. <clears throat> what changes for Saturday, either in terms of personnel or attitude or tactics? Because I mean, as we saw last Saturday, we are it's insipid stuff at the moment. You know, we uh, the only time that we actually showed any urgency was the last fifteen minutes against Livy. I mean, we pretty much expected what we got last night and t- with Napoli, you know, get out of there and, and, and at least keep it dignified but Saturday is absolutely this is a, a watershed moment for me in terms of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst because if we don't get the required response on Saturday I mean, because I'm, I'm pretty much 90% done with them but I think that's it because Saturday for me is the could be the coup de gras so I, I don't, as to whether the board will See it that way, you know, remains to be seen. But what could we do to in Saturday to avoid it, that? Well, it's really just like the the magic roundabout, isn't it? It's just uh, it doesn't matter who you who you bring in, who you play. They play the same way. They play with the same uh, slowness, the same uh, effort. And it, 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 so you can bring in. You put Lundstrom there. You can put Sands there. Sands tries a, a wee bit harder, probably. Lundstrom's just sort of a, yeah, I could say a yard off it, but I mean, I think it's now getting to about five yards off it. I mean, you seen him yes, last night trying to pull the, the player's jersey off uh, the, the back, and he's, he's just uh, off it and getting forward. It does, it, it, I mean, sometimes he does pull off some beautiful things, some really nice things where you think, oh, that's brilliant, but... Um, no, as I say, I've been I've been preaching this for for ages now. As I say, how the, the first four months he was hope, or even the first six months he was hopeless. Then he had four good months, and now he's uh, he's away back to to being crap again. 
So, yeah, who do you bring in? That's the problem. I mean, as, as I say, you're bringing in one and you, you're putting in a, an, another. I don't really know who you could put in. I mean, Stevie Davis, his, his legs are away. Uh, whether, he, whether he can play in the way, a wee bit deeper role, yeah, probably. He's certainly a great player. But, um, I mean, that's only the only change. Red Van, I would keep him in and uh, let, let's see what he can do uh, and uh, against uh, SBFL players. And I would, I would still uh, have Sakala in. Uh, I, I think if there's anybody who looks danger, a wee bit dangerous, then it's Sakala. Uh, and obviously Cholak uh, up front, but I mean, then again, but we know we won't do it. Could we go uh, two up front with Morelos and? Uh, but I mean, but it, 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 it's just wasting breath saying that because you know he's not going, he's not going to do that. But it would be a great, uh, great thing to try. I'm Saturday. I'm thinking, you know, is it time to see for Geo to be? And I thought he was sort of brave last night, but we just. He picked a, a team that looked brave, but our performance on the pitch just didn't uh, quite match his expect his expectation. Never mind ours. But Mason, I'm thinking uh, Saturday is it time to uh, give youth a chance and put Alex Lowry in there? Do you know what, Dave? If 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 Alex Lowry had two three more weeks training, hundred um, percent, we got nothing to lose. Um, Roof. He's got to start Saturday. Obviously, he couldn't be in the European squad because he wasn't put in, but Roof needs to play. If we get an hour out of him, so be it. I mean, I've said many a times on here that, that I'm done with Roof and, you know, his injuries, but he's fit and, and when he's fit, he scores goals. So, you know, Gio needs a result Saturday. You, you said it yourself, David. If Aberdeen go 1-0 up Saturday, I'll tell you what, the, the Roof's going to cave in, cave in on him. So, um, he needs to make sure that we, that we go and get a result um, and, you know, we can talk about tactics and we can talk about who comes in. We've done it loads over the last couple of weeks. It's all down to the players. The players have got to show a hell of a lot more than, than what we're getting out of them at the minute. Otherwise, it's going to be a watch behind your eyes and it's going to be a real, real struggle because, you know, we know Aberdeen are going to come and, and they're going to they're going to smell blood and they're going to get at us, which, which you know, at the moment, we, we're normally used to teams sitting in. I, I think if... Well, certainly, if I was Aberdeen manager, I'd be saying these are here for the taking. So it'll be interesting, more tactics. It'll be interesting to see, you know, if anything changes with, with this group of players. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Chris, coming back to you on Saturday, would you be willing to go with youth in terms of maybe Lowry, McCann, and Devine yeah. instead of uh, Tavernier? We're playing against an Aberdeen team who are not the greatest. Their results are, are mediocre at best. So no doubt they'll they'll be snorting fire in the tunnel when they get to Ibrox as they normally do. So we pretty much know what we're getting there. But something has to change here because as David's just pointed out, it is the magic roundabout. We're going round the same set of players, you know, mixing it up, move him for him, move right in for Sakala. Nothing's changing. We need to try something else. Something has to change here. Is any Give us a clue as to what that should be. Um, I, I would play Lowry on Saturday. Um, if he's fit enough to make the bench, I would definitely play him. Um, the thing with Divine is, uh, Tavernier, as I pointed out in the last, my last comment, Tavernier looks like he's carrying an injury, right? Uh, this playing through, pain barriers, not helping anybody. He's like a man down at times and he's just not his usual self. Now, on Sunday, Saturday, last Saturday, 
when we at half time when we were a goal now a goal down, we basically we needed two goals. He brought on Matonda right at half time. Now we had Sakala, Morelos and Kent. Eh, not Kent, sorry, Sakala, Morelos and Roof on the bench. They were three out of our four top goal scorers last year. And he's brought on a guy that's not scored all season or looked like scoring. Barry hit the bar at Ibrox, sorry, one of the games. Do you know what I mean? Whereas mm. we knew Livingston were going to park the bus, we knew which is fair enough. I mean, if we were winning one nil last night, I'd want us to do that. But we knew it was going to be all in their half the whole game. That was the time where you get you bring on somebody that finds the back in the net, or somebody that doesn't know, know where the net is yet. But with regards to youth, McCann, I don't know. He, I think he was too great. His last appearance, I'm not writing him off, but I'd maybe say Saturday's a must-win game where I would I would maybe risk him, but I would definitely have Lowe in any team. Yeah. Dave, on Saturday, I think it's going to be a, this is going to be a big game for Gio, personally. But I think uh, just for our season, in terms of the reaction that we get. So, in terms of the range of support, I mean, we are a... I, I made the comment last Saturday when we went into the ground that, you know, this could go pear-shaped very quickly and, and it only took four minutes. And uh, I'm thinking that the range of support maybe have to... Uh, help out here in terms of getting behind the team on Saturday and, and see if we can uh, push them over the line because not only do we, we need a, we need a result, we need the three points, but we also need a performance. And I'm just trying to struggle here as to finding the best set of ingredients that's going to get us that. And I think the range of support could make a, a, a contribution in terms of getting behind the team because I don't think the the for fuck's sake tab moments, you know, from about 10 minutes on are that will actually help any. So is it is this a time when maybe we should bite our lip and 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 sing just for the, the, the sheer hell of it? Yeah. Can I just go back to Chris's statement about parking the bus? We'd probably drive into a ditch instead of parking it. But anyway, um I was reading Jim Goodwin's uh uh, press conference today and he was uh, that was one of the things that he was drilling into his players that uh, he's, we've got to, to keep uh, try and get the, the support turning against the, the Rangers support turning against their own players so he's obviously very aware of what's going on um, you said their results aren't great but their last three results have been really good they've, they've beaten Hearts they've beaten uh, Motherwell at the weekend and they beat somebody else I can't remember who it was the last three they've had three wins the last three games and they're now third in the league uh, but the funny thing is <laughs> we played St Mirren they were third in the league and we beat them we played Hearts they were third in the league and we beat them so roll on Aberdeen had been third in the league so we can beat them as well but no that's a, that, that's the way Jim uh, uh, Goodwin's saying he, he's, he's telling them that they're in a good run of forum uh, he even showed them uh, Rangers games, uh, I believe. To the, he said, so as they they can get a bit of grip of the crowd because most of his players haven't played. They're, they're virtually quite new players to Aberdeen, and uh, he showed them Rangers games to where they were the crowd to let them, try and get them the idea of the crowd will be playing in front of. So obviously. Um, it's, that's that's one of the weapons he's hoping to use to silence the crowd, and obviously it will. If if the players, if the crowd does turn in the, the players, obviously it's going to going to get pretty pretty gritty. To be honest, uh, I, I hope they don't. I hope we get a, a couple of early goals, 
so as that we can uh, settle the crowd and and get. But it's actually funny. I, I mean, I, I would never uh, hope that Rangers lose. But the thing is, you know, if if we if we win and we are we are sludge going through everything, you know, it's just going to give Geo more time. So I'm I'm sort of I want rid of Geo, but I know if we keep we just winning these horrible games of football. He's going to be there longer, so it's a sort of a difficult way to go. So, yeah. yourself, I'm I'm I've on my mind that it's, it's the result is as I've said, not the result. The three points are absolutely crucial, but the manner of the performance on Saturday is going to be a massive test. And I think if Geo uh, fails to deliver, then uh, that's it. It's curtains. Yeah, I agree with David T. I'm in that position where I want Geo to go. But obviously, he never want us to drop drop points. But the problem is, David P, that even if we win Saturday, even if it is another terrible performance like we've seen against Motherwell, Dundee, and Livingston, I, I still think the board are going to keep him. I think it's just going to paper over the cracks. That's that's the worry for me. Um, we, you're you're right in saying we we need a performance, but I've seen no evidence from from the players that they, they're going to do it. And, and, and you know, he's going to suddenly change it midweek and we're going to be firing all fronts. I just, I honestly just think we're just, we're going into the inevitable. And the most frustrating thing about the takeaway last night was last Saturday is every single one of us called what was going to happen. We all said we're, with these performances, we are dropping points very soon. And we did. Mm. And I feel like we, you know, we've seen no change. I know it was a tough Napoli team and we had little spells against fair enough, but it's still not enough. And, and, we don't, at the minute, I'm actually looking at the squad and with the injuries and everything else that's building up, we've got not one player in form. It's, it's yeah, it's grim. It is grim. There's, you know, I hate to be so negative all the time, but it's, there's nothing to suggest that that, that we're capable, of, he's capable of clicking his fingers and we're suddenly going to go and win 5 0 and perform, you know, brilliant. It's going to be a slow. They're not going to get super fit in seven days. So. Uh, mm. I think it goes back to I just think they're not playing for him. They're not playing for him, and 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 we're right, you know, you know, through, through the comments to criticise the players. But once the, the players stop playing for the manager, that is it. That's it. He's done. So we we we're just all we're doing is landing the ever ball, and we win Saturday, and, and it's a slog. It's just papers over the cracks. We'll probably end up dropping points the week later. Well, that was kind of my impression. You know, rather depressing analysis of Tav's interview after the game was. He was just kind of rolling it on to Saturday, you know, oh, it's important we get three points. When, you know, some of the fundamental issues that are plaguing us at the moment, we, we need addressed. And as to how we do that, and so I, I don't think it's going to be training ground time, but I think it's some of it's in their head. And I, I just don't see Gio as being the man to kind of reset the, the attitude and the commitment of this team, the, the squad. And I'm just concerned, you know, that, We've now got Leon King potentially injured for Saturday. What's our, what's our defence going to look like on Saturday? You know, we've got Tav, who's hardly kicked the ball the whole season. We've now got an 18-year-old boy who was in last night who's now out. We've got Ben Davies. Davies fit. He just had cramp. But the, between the two central defenders, you know, Ben Davis and uh, Leon King, you know, they probably have uh, 20 games for Rangers between them. And we've now got a flip of a coin between Yilmaz and Barisic for left-back. So 
our defences, and I think Goodwin will be, uh, he will be setting them up. You know the team talk, what's going to happen in Aberdeen. Just get out there, get in their faces, get the crowd to turn, and uh, they, they, we will do that withdrawn thing where we uh, everybody starts passing the butt. We're not being brave anymore. It's just don't do anything. Don't take any risks. It's all dead safe, but it's all dead slow and dead safe. And the whole thing fizzles out. If we get another performance like that, then uh, the board will have to act. I think they'll be painted into a corner because I think the there's, the patience is, is wearing, if it's not already exhausted, it's certainly wearing very thin. So I'm just going to uh, tell me what, what what team do we play on Saturday? If you could give me a, even a half of the lineup in terms of the changes. We want to see some changes up front because I don't want to see Matondo. I don't want to see Scott Wright. I think Fashion Sakala may make it, but uh, Cholak will be in. I don't want to see Morelis because, I mean, for me, Morelis last night, I, I, it was, as I said, you know, in the agenda, was it, was it unfit or uncaring because he just looks like he's checked out. He's not, uh, he's, he's always kind of paddled his own canoe in terms of, you know, rather than being a team player, but he just looks like uh, a man who's, He's not doing it anymore, and he'll probably be signing for someone else in January, and uh, which is just a mismanagement on a colossal scale for you know the the value of that he should be as an asset to our club. So all of that is brought together means that there's there's something fundamentally wrong in the changing room between the manager, the players, the manager, the players, you know, and and, and Ross Wilson. There's uh, things things are coming off the rails here, coming off the rails and they, they will run into the buffers on Saturday if we don't get three points and put in some sort of convincing performance. So Dave, I'll start with yourself. In terms of Saturday, defence and forward line, who, who are must-sees in that team? Who's going to turn it around for us? Um, well, obviously starting with McGregor. I don't think McGregor's done anything wrong that that's uh, that, that should put him in the sidelines. Uh, Tav was absolutely terrible the last last while. So I think the only danger of bringing in Divine is that you've got Divine and King together, which is very very young. But let's let's go for it because I don't think Divine can do much less than Tav at the moment. Um, no, then you've got King, no Davies. Uh, wasn't great, uh, or King weren't great at the two goals. Letting that, letting that the forward get in front of them was absolutely, or get, letting them in behind, put it that way, uh, was absolutely terrible. It was criminal, virtually. Uh, they, they, I mean, if you even look, Davy, Davy's looked about two, two or three times to see where he was, and then still let him get in behind them. Uh, so, no, Davy's, although I, 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 he's been doing quite well in Scotland, Scotland's game, anyway. Um, I would go for Yilmaz. I would, I would, I'd quite like to see what he can really do. He wasn't very great at defending the, the weekend uh, yesterday, but he was up against a world-class player. So, I mean, the, 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 these guys can turn you inside out anyway. So, uh, no, then you then you go on to, to no, the right side. Certainly wouldn't have Arfield. I, I'd have Arfield in the middle. I, I, I think... And you need Arfield for that breaking through the lines. That's uh, he's about the only one that can do that. And funnily enough, I thought Tillman was good last night. Uh, I was I was really su- surprised he took him off because I thought in this in the second half 
he was really looking on to a game and then he got taken off. But that's sort of a these things that happens regularly with Gio, I think. What I think he seems to, to if somebody's playing good, he seems to ditch him. So that's uh but I, I agree with you, Morelos. No. Uh he, I think he's had his time, it's Cholak's time. Although and I, I forgot about Roof actually coming to being back, so uh no, def- definitely roof 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 out in the left, and Cholak uh, in the middle, Sakawa in uh, the right. I would quite like to see. Yeah, and then on your left way, no, um, Arfield in the midfield, um, Lundstrom. <laughs> yeah, as I said, now I would put Sands, put Sands as a deep man. And bring in, uh, yeah, Stevie Davis as well. Give, give Lowry a chance in there as well. I'll, I'll agree with you in that one. I don't, I don't think Gio do that, but I don't know. I mean, he's only had a couple of games, so I don't really think. Don't know whether he's match fit yet. But um, no, that's uh, in the basis. Uh, yeah, it's whether whether who you bring in with Sands, whether you're going to uh, bring in another player, or Steve Davis, or. I mean, Aberdeen, I think he will play with two in the midfield. So, probably, if, if it wasn't, if, if we're given uh, Lundstrom a rest, then uh, he probably will bring in Stevie Davis. Chris, is Ryan going to survive Saturday? He shouldn't have been the other team, but we know he's playing, right? Um, for me, just McGregor and goals, 10 names out of hat, and hope two of them are strikers. <laughs> nah, see, I see this not. Um, Kent, Kent will play but I wouldn't play him I would um, on the back it's going to be Tav he's no dropping his captain uh, Davies King and Yilmaz midfield that have uh, Lindstrom Arfield and um, I'd bring Lowry in then I'd put Roof in the right Kolak and I would I would have Sakala on the left but I think it will be um, Kent well Mm, if, if Ryan Kent survives, I'll, uh, I'll let out another one of those blood-curdling screams because he's uh, <clears throat> he hasn't contributed at all. You know, in, in some time, I'm just mm-hmm. it's uh, it's getting beyond a joke, and I'm beginning to feel, actually feel sorry for him because he's uh, we just keep you know doing the same thing and, and and we get exactly the same result and we don't have a change. So I think changes have to be made. I think uh, Geo has to be bold, Mason. What's your own kind of recommendations? Who are the must-sees on Saturday? Because uh, for the must-sees, for, for an absolutely crucial three points. I, I'm a, I can only pick four players that I actually want to see Saturday. And I, truly, the others don't deserve to, to be out there. Yilmaz, Young King, Cholak, Davis. You know, I didn't think he was great, but he's been he's been okay lately. They're the ones straight away that, that I think, yeah, you deserve to play. Roof, I'd like to see Roof come back in. Apart from that, the midfield, I'm trying to pick a midfield. I, I disagree with David T. I, I, I weren't impressed with Tillman last night at all. Uh, for me, he's, lazy, he's so lazy. He's got a long, long way to go. A long way to go before I can... Well, we, we can spend five or six million on him, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, we can't... The thing is, we can't we can't drop a lot of these players and because we've got no one else to come in because, you know, the injury, your injury list and, you know, the young players... We haven't got we haven't got that many that are ready, so this is sort of the, the position that we're in. But um, Brian Kemp will play, and, and I agree with what everyone said. He shouldn't, but this is why you know I'll come back to it over and over why we're the position where we're in. 
Gio played him for 90 minutes last night. I couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. But this is this is what he does. He just he, he, there's certain players he just does not take off, and no matter how they play, they're in there next week. So um, yeah, honestly, Dave, I'm trying to pick a team, but there's only three or four players that I think deserve it. The others is is up for debate. And but we know what Gio will go with. He'll go from his usual. Uh, but if we see Scott Ar- Arfield on the right, then you know get get ready to for to, to, to go absolutely ballistic before the ball's kicked. Right, well, I've, I've put you through enough pain, so we're going to uh, just draw a line under. I'm just going to come round and just get your prediction, and we're not going to hold you to it because we have absolutely no idea what Rangers will turn up on Saturday. So I, I do understand that this is a complete and utter punt. Dave, start with yourself. What is the score going to be? And if you can say it with some confidence, we'll be really impressed. Um, well, I'd, I'd, I'd Wednesday's result, unfortunately, good because <laughs> uh, you, uh, you was it, I can't remember who was on last week, Colin and you that that wouldn't go against strangers, but unfortunately, I'd, 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 I didn't, I knew we wouldn't, and I, I could have said, yeah, one each or nil nil, or but I, I knew it wouldn't be. Um, but I'd, I'm going to go uh, for two one Rangers. I think I think it will be a we'll we'll get a scrapey two one win. Chris, what do you think? Are we going to turn it round on Saturday? Is, to... is this the moment? <laughs> they have never, uh, the day we go into a game against Aberdeen at Ibrox and I think we'll win is the day we chuck it. 2-0 Rangers. Yeah, excellent. Mason? Oh, I'm not looking forward to it. I'll put it that way. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be, I said we do Livingston, what did we say? 3-0, absolutely stalked them and said we win 3-0 and we drew 1-0. Uh, do you know what? Hand on our, I can see us dropping points against Saturday. And that's the first time on this podcast I've, I've said that. I can see us dropping points against Saturday. But, yeah, look, Colts never want to see that. Hopefully we get the win, but I, I, I think I can see what's coming. That's just spirit, Mason. <laughs> well, I'm going to uh, just show you how much I know because I'm going for a 4-0 Rangers victory. We are absolutely going... Because we've been saying, you know, we're going to turning up at Ibrox all these weeks this season saying, Someone's going to get it. Well, I'm going to be hanging my hat that Aberdeen are getting it on Saturday. So it, it's going to be 4-0 for the famous. Did you have a couple of beers before you came on, Davey? <laughs> I might have a couple of beers after this. <laughs> can, can, can we know for the B team? They've done well in uh, Napoli last night. That's, right. now, <laughs> that's the kind of blue sky thinking I'm after, Dave, is that we just swap <laughs> one team for the other. Could we do any worse? Would they do any worse? So I mean, maybe it's Geo's. I don't know. You'll go, th- and if Tavernier will lead them out, and it'll be the same, you know, plodding stuff for the first ten, fifteen minutes. You know, as as we supposedly feel or sail into the game, whatever all that means. But we should be getting into this mob from the outset, and uh, he's he's just going to run out of excuses. He's going to run out of chances. If we drop any points on Saturday, I'll expect him to be gone on Monday. So we can we can start calling them Zebedee. <laughs> so guys, we'll just thanks for everyone who posted some comments on it. It was uh, it's always interesting to uh, to read what the other guys are thinking. But we're all in this together, you know. I mean, if nothing else is true, this is true. We're all Rangers men, and uh, we will never say die. So. Anyway, until Sunday, when uh, we go through over our 4-0 victory, we'll leave it there. eh? So we are the people.